welcome back to our show. Hey everybody, we are we have a special guest today. She's not even just a special guest. She's going to be my co-host today because Tawanda is traveling for work. I mean, she does have bills to pay, so we're going to allow her that grace. And I'm jealous. <laughs> so today I have Tamika Fryer Brown. And she is a former classmate of mine down in FAMU. Go yes, Rattlers! Go Rattlers! Yay! But Tamika is also very special because she is a children's book author, which I think is fantastic. I've been following her for like the last, what, 10 years now? Yeah, it's been about 10 years. Yeah, and it's it's been amazing. She writes really awesome books. And I'm going to um, just give you a synopsis. Now, she is originally from Miami. I am. Yes. And um, but now she lives in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And you are the author of is it three children's books? It is. I have three picture books. Three picture books. And yes. tell us the names of those. Uh huh. The first one is Around Our Way on Neighbors Day. Uh huh. The second one is My Cold Plum Lemon Pie Bluesy Mood. I did not come <laughs> up with that one, but uh, but I love that book. It's uh, a good one. Yeah, yeah. And then my most recent one is Brown Baby Lullaby. And it's the sweetest, it is the sweetest book. Thank you. Yes. So welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yes. So girl, you're on the show. So you know, I got to ask you the question. Okay. Girl, can I ask you something? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Ask away. (laughs) So what made you after, I mean, we went to business school together, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So... Now you're writing children's books. That's not the same thing, girl. It, it really isn't. <laughs> kind of different. It's kind of different, which is good, which mm-hmm. is good. But what brought you there? What What made you say, I want to write a book. I want to write a children's book. Well, as you can imagine, it was a journey. Mm-hmm. I um, actually started out as a medical supply sales rep. Oh. Yeah, I worked for Baxter. Then which morphed into Allegiance and then Cardinal. It had a, a number of changes. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, I worked for them. And then I got married mm-hmm. and I had a baby. Yeah. And um, when my oldest daughter was about eight months old, mm-hmm. um, my supervisor, uh, because at the time I was I was a specialist and I was mentoring other sales reps and I was covering half the Eastern half of the country. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, we need you out on the road four nights a week. Oh dear. With a baby. With an eight month old baby. And I was like, and no, I I can't do this. So I left the workforce and became a full-time mom. Okay. And then one baby turned into two babies. (laughs) That's what happened. We turned into three babies. That's what happens when you're at home, right? And... So, um, yeah, so I was a full-time mom with three babies and I was just at that point in my life where, you know, loved, mm-hmm. um, the privilege of being home with my girls, sure. but I needed something more. I needed something for me. Right. But I wasn't ready to go back and punch, you know, the time well, clock, I, I not know. five. Well, you're at 10 years ago or so or beyond that, your kids are still relatively young. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. All under age 10. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's not exactly... Going, I mean, people do it every day, but going back from being a stay-at-home mom, taking care of your kids, mm-hmm. to a full-time, that's a whole different thing. Right. You know, so. Yeah. 
Yeah, it would, and it would have been a challenge because my husband was traveling a lot, mm-hmm. um, and I left because I didn't want to travel a lot. It was just, it's just yeah. better for to be at home. And so, but I still needed to find out something that was going to be fulfilling for me. Sure. And so I was like making a mental note of, you know, what is it? Can I do? And my husband, bless his heart, he tried to give me a couple businesses in a box, and um, I don't know if you remember SM- <laughs> SMC where you sell the little trinkets. It used to be on like three o'clock in the morning. Oh. Yeah, you remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's like, oh, I think you should do this. And so we got the oh. SMC deal. And and I went at it for a minute, but it just wasn't my thing. It was right. my passion. Right. So that fell by the wayside. And I was just like, man, you know, I need to find something to, to make me remember who I am. Yes. Um, To use my brain and all that good stuff. And so then I was reading a children's book to my youngest. Mm-hmm. And I was just like an epiphany. I was like, right. I can do this. Oh, so it just hit you and you said, I am going to do it. And like, yeah. Yeah, I can do it. And so what was your next step? I mean, like, there's oh. a big step from like, yeah, I can do this to doing it. Well, thank God that I did not recognize how competitive and how difficult this journey was going to be. Right. Because I was like, oh, oh, yes, I'm going to do this. And then I think it was like the next day I just started at the computer typing out this manuscript. Uh-huh. And I thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> And I went through some of my kids' books and I said, okay, oh yeah, the Brandom House and mm-hmm. Dial, which was a big deal back then. I'd like the, mm-hmm. t- the four of the top publishers. I just mailed my manuscript to and I just, just did it. You yeah, I just said it. And I just knew they were going to be fighting over it. It's like going to be a bidding <laughs> war or something. I knew it. <laughs> and it wasn't. <laughs> so it wasn't. It was not. It oh was not. my gosh. Um, but well, fortunately, you know, yeah, I kept at it. Well, okay. So I, I have, a, I have more questions. I'm like, I'm like going to be like Tawanda today. She usually has all the, <laughs> all the questions. questions. Okay. I have all the questions okay. today. So what was it like to get that first realization that you weren't like, you had not produced the world's best children's book? Like what made you keep pushing? Like what did it feel like? And then what made you keep pushing? Um, I think I was just so excited mm-hmm. to have found a creative outlet. I mean, mm-hmm. I was enjoying the actual writing. Okay. Okay. I wanted yeah. to be published, but the writing itself was doing something for for my esteem and my yeah. sense of purpose. Yeah. So it was disappointing to get all those rejections. <laughs> all those rejections or just no answer at all. Uh-huh. But at the same time... Um, one of the rejection letters that I got actually directed me towards this organization okay. um, for children's writers. Okay. And I joined it. Oh, good for you. Yeah, okay. I joined it. And I, that's when my career really, I would say, started. Okay. Um, I started learning all kinds of things about the publishing industry, about writing itself, mm-hmm. um, things that I wanted to know, things that I didn't know I needed to know. Yeah. Yeah, and so and so that's what happened, and I um, I just you know got with my people. I found my people. Mm-hmm. I found my what I thought was my purpose. Right, and that was kind of enough for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, now after a while, you know, some of the rejections were starting to add <laughs> up, and I was like, okay, maybe this isn't my purpose. Um, but but every time I got, I think there were like two times in my journey mm-hmm. that I got to the point where I was like, you know what, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And every both times, mm-hmm. I made a significant jump. 
Uh, and leap uh-huh. like the first time I was like you know just nobody wants my stuff maybe I'm not that great and <laughs> tear me <laughs> and um and then I got an agent wow and I just sent like a random letter I think this was gonna be my last ditch effort to do something wow and I was gonna send out my stuff to an agent and if they didn't want it I was gonna find another purpose and I got and an agent. agent and I got an agent and then what was the second time I think I think I'd been with the agent for a while and we hadn't mm-hmm. sold a book. Okay. And I was like, man, you know, just maybe this isn't for me. And then I won a contest, the Cheerios Spoonfuls of Stories contest. Oh, wow. And then I sold a book like a couple months later. And so wow. I said, okay, maybe this, maybe. this, this, maybe this <laughs> is for me. So, so yeah. what would you say? Like, so you had these like disappointments, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you got this um, ray of hope by joining this organization. Mm-hmm. So do you, can you tell us what the organization Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's not secret. Um, <laughs> it's uh, the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators, okay. otherwise known as SCBWI. Okay. And it's an international organization. And it's, you know, really, really good at particularly helping new writers mm-hmm. um, learn the trade and learn the actual craft of writing okay. and the business side, side as well. And also making connections and mm-hmm. networking. It's it's an awesome organization. Okay. Now it needs a little bit more diversity. Well, then, then they need us. They right? need us. They need us they need to us. join. Absolutely. The, so if you had the piece of, uh, if someone said, what should I do? I want to write a book where what would be your first absolutely to join um scbwy (laughs) or at least get um become a part of a a critique group Mm. specifically for children's writers but i always tell people join scbwy you know at least for a couple few years Mm -hmm. attend the conferences make those connections learn your craft i mean a lot of people um have a desire to publish books people come up to me all the time oh i got a for a book, and I'm like, great. Um, but there's there's a method to writing. Mm-hmm. No matter what your genre is, whether it's children's books, self help books, mm-hmm. um, mysteries, whatever it is, there's a craft right. that should be learned mm-hmm. um, in order to uh, really produce your best work. Gotcha. And a lot of people just go straight to self publishing. I was just about to ask you about that. Yeah, because. I see a lot of I I know self published authors and and things, but I feel like maybe there's a lack of eyes on something that is self published. You know, because it there's maybe some roughness that I mm-hmm. see that when I read a lot of self published authors' uh, works, do you kind of feel like they kind of maybe by not going the extra step miss an opportunity yeah and i here's here's what i think i think that people self-publish books Mm -hmm. for a number of reasons okay and most times i think it's because people don't want to go through the vetting process Mm -hmm. um they don't want to take the time to really 
worry about craft. They have a story that's within them that they want to tell mm-hmm. and they just want to write it. Yeah. And they just want to tell it and they want to publish it. Sometimes people don't even get it copy edited, which is for grammar and things of that sure. nature. Right. And that's probably, is that like what you see sometimes? Yeah, a lot of some, errors? Sometimes it's, sometimes it's just, um, a lack maybe of continuity. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, the flow isn't necessarily as smooth as you, as I'm accustomed to reading. And, you know, we read a lot, my, you know, I read a lot, Tawanda reads a lot. And so you get used to a certain level of skill. Yeah, and quality. Yeah, yeah quality, yeah, yeah. yeah. And even if I don't like a book, I can finish a book I don't like if it's well-written. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And But I can't, even if I'm enjoying the book and it it's not uh, punctuated well. Mm-hmm. Um, grammar's wrong. Grammar's wrong. Um, it just doesn't have the right flow. So it's really important to mm-hmm. getting the quality book. Right. But and I'm not putting down self self publishing. No, at absolutely all. not. But I would hope that people would at least make the uh, journey, like mm-hmm. you said, with joining an organization or mm-hmm. getting critiqued or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And some people self-publish very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that the majority of people, you know, percentage-wise might not do that, the hard work and the, the craft um, learning and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, there are people out there who self-publish well. Some people mm-hmm. that I know uh, are both traditionally published and self-published because mm-hmm. maybe the industry um, is not wanting their book for a particular reason. They don't sure. think it's going to sell or whatever. And the author disagrees. Right. And so, you know, but there's a lot to it. But um, I, I'm not anti, I'm not one of those ones who are right. anti-self-publishing. Right. I just think if you're going to do it, do it well. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it brings the whole name of self-publishing down. Right. And a lot of bookstores don't want to touch it and that kind of a thing. So, um, so yeah, that's what I think. People self-publish for different reasons. I wanted to go the traditional, traditional publishing route. Number one, mm-hmm. I'm competitive like that. <laughs> Right. And so you tell me that the statistics are very low for you to get um, a traditionally published book Mm -hmm. out there. And I'm like, okay, bad. (laughs) 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 And so, so I, so I like that. Also, um, I don't want to put out any money. I wanted to Mm -hmm. get the money coming to me. Right. right. Um, And so with self-publishing, you know, you're the bank, you're financing all of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Distribution channels are easier with the traditional publisher. So, you know, there's there's a lot of benefits there that um that appeal to me. Now, you get the you get the joy of actually reading your books to your biggest clients, yes. right? The children. <laughs> the children. Mm-hmm. And I actually I should say this. I went to one of your readings today. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. Hey, and the you. kids really enjoyed um, listening, they actually got the pleasure of listening to two of your books yes. and singing a song. I, I just, it was just fantastic. So, and I know you, don't you have like a mural or something that was done based on one of your books? Yes, which is amazing. And I just found out my first book, which is 10 years old now, mm-hmm. I just found out earlier this year that, yeah, there's a, um, a school in Connecticut, I think it is, uh-huh. that has, implemented this whole uh, neighbor's day or neighborhood day in their school and they have pictures from the book painted on their cafeteria walls and they brought it in a community and it's a big thing and it was just such 
just such an amazing and humbling thing yeah. to know that something that I'd done 10 years ago and kind of seems like it's off a lot of people's radar. It's actually not. No. It's actually not. And I'm actually going there in September to join oh, them that's... on their second Neighbors Day celebration. Oh, that celebration. is so fantastic. Yeah. I mean, that that speaks to the book and community is always there, mm-hmm. right? And Absolutely. So that is so fantastic. Yeah. I was so excited when I saw that for you. That is fantastic. Yeah. So I have more questions. Okay. <laughs> I hope I have more answers. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you do. So um, what, what inspires you to write like each book? Like for, can you just walk me through that for the three books that you had? Okay. Well, for the first one, uh, Around Our Way on Neighbor's Day, it actually started out as a book called ABCs Around Our Way. Mm -hmm. And I got the idea for it. Now, see, I'm in this really early writing phase, right? And everything is all about writing. I have notebooks by my bed and all this stuff. (laughs) I was just writing, writing, writing. You were living and breathing writing. I was living the dream. (laughs) And so um, I woke up. I was actually in that twilight phase Mm -hmm. um, right before you wake up. And I got the rhythm for the book oh. it came to me and um and it was like today and then this is how we learn our abcs around our way okay that's what came to me yeah and so i wrote that down i literally wrote ta da ta da ta da ta da down that's so funny. <laughs> I did. And then I, I, I was kind of, I didn't go back to sleep. And I think I had worked out the first verse mm-hmm. before I woke up. And I had written wow. that down. And so as soon as I got those little kids off daycare, I came back home and I wrote the rest of it mm-hmm. within 24 hours. Wow. And of course, you know, it's my first draft and right. I made a few revisions. But um, yeah, that, that's how that one came about. Wow. And, and it didn't and it didn't sell in the ABC's version, but I did get a request uh for revision yeah. from an editor and so that's why it ended up how it is now. Okay. And then let's see. My second one, My Cold Plum Lemon Pie Bluesy Mood. Uh that. yeah. I didn't come up with that title. I called it In a Mood, which is oh. what I titled it because yeah. one day it was just a day where everybody was getting on my nerves. <laughs> Everybody. And then I had to talk to myself. I said, Tamika, it cannot be everybody. It has to be you. You're the common denominator. <laughs> so I just said, yeah, I'm in a mood. Uh-huh. And then my writer's ear just perked up and said, oh, that one I'm in a mood. mood. Yeah. yeah, I'm in a mood. Uh-huh. And so that's how that one came about. And then Brown Baby Lullaby. You know, you know, as a mom, you know, sometimes, I don't know how often it happens to you, uh, you just get these nostalgic memories that hit you about mm-hmm. when your kids were babies mm-hmm. and how sweet and pure and uncomplicated that relationship is. Yeah. You get that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I absolutely do. It I and that was the one of the special things about reading your book. Um with well actually my kids kind of read it to me because mom my kids are older i had i bought tamika's book for a friend of ours who has younger kids and so my kids actually read me the book um when it came in and it did it brought back those feelings of diaper changes and mm-hmm. bath time and oh the one i like is um in the uh high chair 
If you don't have a story about food being all over your kid, yeah. all over the chair, and all over the floor, then you haven't parented. Yeah, right. what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it was very, it was very nostalgic for me as a a parent of growing kids or beyond that stage, but mm-hmm. it, it's such a beautiful book. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Well, that, that, that was, those were the same feelings that I had um, that motivated me to write it. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it's so great. You know, and you mentioned something and um, about dreaming, having like this coming out of a dream space with all this. The funny thing is for the, some of the other people we have interviewed, mm-hmm who are like following their dreams and they have this idea, the kind of common denominator is that they have this like vivid dream. They come out of this dream and it's like real. Yeah. And for you, and it was real because you came out with a whole, a whole da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, right? Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It was really real. It was really real. And you came up with the verse and you had the whole thing written in 24 hours. I mean, that is so fantastic. I I get amazed at, I think, the power that's in us. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we don't pay any attention to it. How many other times have we woken up with some idea and we just didn't pursue it? Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. That That's really interesting that you say that. I think that likely when we're asleep, we, our, def- our defenses are down, our distractions are low, mm-hmm. and the important thoughts and the important feelings um, that are within us, they can come to the surface and we can pay more attention to them mm-hmm. in that, in that state, whether you're actually asleep, uh, asleep and dreaming or, you know, right. almost asleep, whatever we're just, that that's very interesting. I think that's true too. Yeah. It, we, uh, right. As of right now, we haven't released one of ours, but that was another thing. It was like every single person we've talked to, has said like this is it just came to me I knew it mm-hmm. it was real mm-hmm. and so it was just it was just another confirmation for me yeah. how powerful dreams really are yeah and if we look at them and we say hey I think this is something I want to do how powerful that is absolutely so, real dreams and metaphorical dreams yeah you know yeah. and the things that we call dreams that um are good for inspiration, but they really got to turn into goals. Right. Yeah. Right. And which, you know, it's kind of funny because um, Shonda Rhimes, she talks about, of oh, the year, yes. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. talks about how, like, dreamers dream, but then doers do. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really a combination sure. of that. I mean, you have to have a dream. And sure, your dreams change up. They may even, you may have dreams short. Right. Sometimes mm-hmm. we dream short and then the dream is actually so much bigger, mm-hmm. but you have to transform that dream into actions mm-hmm. beyond mm-hmm. that in order to obtain that dream. So, um, but you're right. You have yeah. to make it into goals and stuff. So now I've got more questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got all the questions. Yes. Okay. So you've written like, these wonderful books. So are you just going to be ri- a writer or are you thinking about doing things that might kind of stir your pot in a different way. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Look, I got her thinking. Yes. <laughs> I th- I know that I want to write, mm-hmm. um, perhaps extend into other genre- genres. Uh-huh. 
I know I want to do that. Um, you know what, Ramel? I'm open. Uh-huh. Um, it's a ama- you know you mentioned Shonda Rhimes' year of yes. Yeah. I'm in my season of yes. Yes. Uh-huh. And I'm just open to things that are coming my way. I I've had a tendency in the past to to be quick with the no mm-hmm. in order to mm-hmm. stay in my comfort zone mm-hmm. and just but but I'm at a point in my life where I just want to be more open to opportunities and the things that come my way that I never thought about, maybe I've been afraid of mm-hmm. before. Um, and I'm just saying yes to so much stuff these days. I'm saying yes to speaking. Uh-huh. I'm saying yes to being on a podcast. Yes. <laughs> I just tell you, she initially was like, I don't know. I don't know about this. <laughs> Not my wheelhouse, but yeah. Yeah. I think it's great. I, I think for myself, um, we were kind of talking a little bit before and it's, I feel like I'm in the same place. Like my kids are moving out mm-hmm. um, and I'm kind of trying to figure out like, hey, what is it that I like again? What do I like about myself again? You know, what, what kind of things turn me on? Not, mm-hmm. You know, what yeah. kind of things make, make me excited? And if I'm always saying no to everything, right. I can't discover that anymore. Any, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, I get, I get, I think it's, there's something about the season of life. We both share a particular season of life that we're in age wise and even with our kids, Mm -hmm. you know, getting older. And, um, yeah, I think there's just something about powerful about, um, just realizing the power of a yes Mm -hmm. and And where it can take you and where it can take you. Yeah. I think, um, for myself, I'm a very, I'm very much an extrovert if I know you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sitting down here, I'm talking with you. We're good, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You put me out in a space where I don't know people, and oh wait a minute, what are you about to say? Because today, today at my event, <laughs> I look around and you're like holding court <laughs> with this group of people around you. What are you talking about? Did you know them? I did not know them, but that was different for me. That was me stepping outside of okay, myself. Okay. And so I saw this this young lady. She was there with her sons and her husband, and he was dressed so nice he and was. properly with a, a blazer on and a you know. He made me feel really bad. <laughs> Man, he was dressed so he was nicely. He was, and um, this other lady who was there to support you as well came over to compliment her on her son and the way he was dressed and how he was acting so nicely. And so I just, I literally inserted myself into their conversation. Awesomeness. Not me. Okay. That's not me. But I said, I'm going to do this. This, what am I afraid of? These Mm -hmm. are two women who obviously are nice to each other. They didn't know each other. (laughs) Right. right, right? right. So it, it took me going in there. And then I felt comfortable. Then I could be my extrovert self that Mm -hmm. I am with most of the people who know me. Yeah. Yeah. But it's usually for me, I'm, I'm like a wallflower. I'm just more shy until I get a chance to know you. So what you saw was me stepping out. I'm loving it. That was awesomeness. (laughs) Cause you were holding, holding court, girl. You look like you were the center of the group. Okay. Oh, but, oh, oh, I love that though. That's wonderful. Yeah. And um, it's funny. I, I'm not really an extrovert in any situation. I put on a, um, I have a, a performance 
persona, I uh-huh. guess, that I put on. Yeah. And then when the performance is over, I take it off. Um, so, I get yeah. That. yeah. No, I yeah. get that yeah. because I have that element, too, where mm-hmm. I know I need to be on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I turn on. Yeah. And I get in my car and I go, oh, no, Jesus. <laughs> I need to go Netflix. <laughs> yes. yes. That's that yes. SBI in us. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's turn true. it on. You I think it, it is on. that training. Yeah. That is, it's real. Yeah. That's really real. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So let me, let me give you an opportunity because you have all these books and I want to make sure that people know where to come and get them and to come see you and support you and all that. Right. Well, um, I'm on social media. I uh, have a Facebook page. It's Tamika Fryer Brown, children's book author mm-hmm. that people can follow as well as I'm on Twitter, T Brown Kidlet, and I'm on Instagram at Tamika Fryer Brown. So uh, I try to keep those updated as to where I'm going to be appearing um, and information about my books and things of that nature. Also, my website is TamikaFryerBrown.com. Mm-hmm. And so if anybody wants to Take a look at my books, see what they're all about. Um, please do. <laughs> and I'm really excited about Brown Baby Lullaby. It's my new baby. Yeah. And uh, it's a good, I think it's a good book. You think it's a good book? I absolutely. Fishing I for it. comments. I, uh, compliments, I am. That's all right. I love book? it. No. I do. I okay. love the book. Yeah. I, I could, I tell everybody yeah. about your book because Thank it's you. such a beautiful book. And don't forget, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it anywhere they In sell book, books. Amazon, book, book, local bookstores, book yes. Quail Ridge, if you're in the Raleigh area, they mm-hmm. have it. Just it's it's in a lot of bookstores uh, around the country. And if you go to a bookstore and it's not in there, just tell them you want it. They'll bring it in in a couple of days. That, there you go. Uh, absolutely, anywhere absolutely. books are sold. That is so fantastic. I am so glad you came. Thank you and for inviting to join me. us today. This was fun. Right? This was fun. I missed meeting Tawanda though. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you'll bring me back next year. That's a point. We can okay. do that. We can do that. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yes. Well, so thank you guys so much for joining us today. Um, so until next time, peace and blessings. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.